episode 34 neil and mike back for another episode and there's not going to be a dad joke this week to bring in a dad joke would taint what is our presence of being able to talk to the world famous world-renowned and now locally recognized entity that is mike the bot <laughs> i had my first uh not even it's just a random okay i'm just gonna start from the start <laughs> so you're frustrated it's hilarious it is hilarious it really <laughs> caught me off guard and it caught kim and carrie off guard too because they were right there when this all went down anyway Earlier in the week, we were having a new dishwasher installed. Our old dishwasher was on its last legs, um, so we wanted to get a new one. So called, I think, it was the brick, got it, and it was delivered on Monday and then installed on Tuesday, I think. Um, so the guy comes on Tuesday to install it. He's doing his thing. He, he and I walk down to the basement together. I show him where, where to turn the water on and off. Um, and then he goes upstairs, does his whole thing. Kim and I are kind of putting around. Carrie's still doing schoolwork. And then he lets us know, hey, we're done or I'm done. I'm like, cool, great, awesome. So we go in, shows us a few little things with it just to, like for maintenance and keeping it clean. Sure. And then he he looks over at me and he's like, I noticed you had a, a Taggart and Torrens album downstairs. Are you, it's like, I, he's like, that's so strange. I never see a lot of people who like would have that album or would talk about Taggart and Torrens. Like, yeah, I love them. Like, the, been with them pretty much since day one. He's like, I actually got to see them live when they recorded their 100th episode. I'm like, fuck off. And I, I'm pretty sure I said fuck off in front of Carrie. Like, <laughs> fuck off. That was at my condo. He's like, Mike the Bod? I'm like, yeah. He's And he rips off his, his mask. He's like, it's Steve. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Like just completely out of nowhere. And Kim and Carrie are uh, like, Carrie's so confused. Like so confused. No idea what's going on. No. And Kim is just like, oh my God. Like, how does this happen? And because he, he used to live in Toronto. Yeah. And last year he moved to Peterborough. And oh we God. moved up here. And Peterborough is just like a 15-minute jog down the road. Yeah. And obviously he supports the area with doing installations and stuff like that. Just sure. It just completely out of nowhere and i was oh, like man. so flustered was just like how is this possible how is the one person <laughs> who's going to come and install a dishwasher for me like how how does that happen that's just karma that's what it is anyway we got reconnected on twitter and we're going to stay in touch and yeah great dude like just solid solid guy that um, is awesome and i that's that's the second time not, not to like humble brag but that's the second time that that's happened to me <laughs> the, the other time was that great wolf lodge which is a big massive water park in niagara falls yes here. i've heard of it um and i tweeted something i don't know how long this was probably like four or five years ago i tweeted something that like great wolf lodge for the family and then someone messages me and it's like oh hey i'm here too and i'm literally on the water i'm on a water slide um the next day after she's after this person messaged me saying like oh i'm here too i'm on the water slide i'm on the stairs and then like three or four people behind me all of a sudden i hear like mike the bod i turned around and was like oh jesus <laughs> here's mike and his tiger print speedo waiting yeah, on I'm the steps just, i'm there with just shorts on like short shorts can, yeah well no they were not short shorts anyway hilarious no, mike, mike saves those for a sex time yeah <laughs> God. oh and anyway and that, that was, was a, that's gonna be the next place you get recognized at the sex den <laughs> is the sex <laughs> wait mike the bod <laughs> mike unzips his mask yeah, yeah. <laughs> take the gag ball out <laughs> Oh God! Or keep uh, it, keep it, yeah. <laughs> bit of drool coming down the corner of your mouth as you're trying to respond. Oh, it's gonna be one of those episodes. I think so too, man. <laughs> oh, 
off to a roaring start. Oh God, that was worth not having the dad joke for just for that part of the conversation. I think so too. Uh, I think too. Anyway, that was <laughs> I just just super coincidental, obviously, and totally. very cool to to run into someone who is also a big mutual fan of TNT, and um, yeah, really cool. That really, is really pretty cool. cool. And That's like, awesome. Kim and Carrie got a huge kick out of it, and Kim was just like in awe. She's just like. Not even that he knows, like that someone knows you. Like I, it's like I, I kind of maybe understand that from like back in the day. Yeah, totally. For someone who was at our house in Toronto, who is now at our house in Little Britain, like just what are the odds, right? Right, crazy. Oh, especially in a province that size. That's the thing, right? With just... that much of a population, mm-hmm. of all the places you could go. Yeah. That's my town's the... like my town's a thousand people. Then Peterborough's about seventy thousand. Peterborough's not small. No, but, but still. like, but like my town is literally something you drive through one intersection and you're done. Like that's my town. Yeah, out of curiosity, yeah. how many how many uh, lights you have in your town? None. Like None. like traffic lights. None. Yeah, same here. Yeah, just one intersection with four stop signs. It's kind of like that corner gas episode, right? Where they put in the four-way stop and everyone's like, it's what? just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that episode. That was classic. One. That was a great episode. That was a great episode. Speaking of episodes, you were doing a bit of a deep dive this week. Like you were watching Littlest Hobo this week. I, I wasn't actually watching it. What? So, I thought you were how without your tweeting it. No, I was watching. So we'll probably, we're going to talk a little bit about this too. I was watching. I binge watched the entire series of Degrassi. Now junior high or high or both? Junior high, high movie. Okay. Um or last up I don't know if the last episode is considered a movie or not. I would say I would call it a movie just for the yeah. duration of it. Yeah. And the fact that there was a little it was a little bit more uh past PG. I yeah, guess that's fair. Um so I was in this kind of mindset of like 70s and 80s TV shows and I don't know what kid I think Kim and I were talking and then Kim started thinking like, what's the littlest hobo theme song? I know it in my head, but I can't like verbalize it. So then I go and put it Maybe on Maybe tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So I, like, I, like I know it. Like everyone knows it. If you, like who, if you don't know the littlest hobo theme song, like slap your hand. Um, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, as sure as he would say, give your balls a tug. Who is also getting his own spinoff show. Oh, it's going to be so good. I know. And you know, like, <laughs> You know, Jared Kiesel wouldn't do this if it wasn't going to be good. Oh, God. It's going to be so priceless. You know the hockey players are going to be on there. Shorzy's going to give them crap, and they're going to be all like, fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, we we digress. Little is hobo. Little is hobo. hobo. So so we listened to the theme song, and then I started thinking, I'm like, that show was kind of wild. Like, that's it, understatement of the year. Like, like the, the amount of shit that him. dog yeah. got up to. <laughs> like this, like, uh, like even just the idea of the show, like we are going to make the dog, the main character who is homeless and literally goes from town to town and is a superhero. Yeah. I mean, hell, what? in one part of the opening credits, the dog is running around with a gun in its mouth. <laughs> like He's probably a marksman. <laughs> yeah, he's now granted he's carrying it around by the strap, but still, it's a fucking dog with a gun in its mouth. How is that not frightening? I it's extremely frightening, but if it's London, is it frightening? I don't know. Well, like you said, for all we know, he could be a trained marksman. I'm just I'm trying to find my my tweet thread here just because there were a few that like really stuck out. I remember like, there was one episode as a kid where he got involved with solving a crime at a circus. Yes, that was one of the ones I called it last night. Yeah, I remember that one. And uh, the guy that was in that episode also played, I think it was Rosie in Strange Brew. Um, yeah. the, you know, the big guy that was in the hospital that Bob and Doug ended up running into. Right. Yeah, he, he was in that episode with the littlest hobo. Which the description of this episode is, Hobo stalks an ominous carnival patron. I think. Okay. That now, okay. Just take what we just described, though. A dog running at you with a gun, and then 
the first few words of that description, dog stalks a patron. How yeah. is that not worrisome? That's terrifying. Oh that is fucking terrifying. <sighs> to have this dog that is smarter than the average bear carrying what? Uh, a, a, a rifle. A, yeah. <laughs> like, probably a marksman. I'm guessing. Oh God. Like, the guy with fucking landing hot air balloons and like fucking driving boats and cars and seriously i mean kidding aside it's still better than a lot of the other canadian tv that was on at the time oh for sure there's only a few exceptions for shows that i would say were better than littlest hobo but you think back in the day like you had your i mean beachcombers and as much as we may you know reminisce about beachcombers and some of the characters the overall plots were just horrible yeah i think i um, was i think i was too young for beachcombers okay fair enough um edison twins was another oh one. Oh my god yes the theme song was great yes great the theme song was great with the fucking oh, neon yeah. lights and everything fantastic but again yeah. the episodes were just oof. uh what else are we talking oh danger bay danger like, bay like come on really yeah. uh but there's a whole bunch like that there are a few shows that I would put right up there with Littlest Hobo. I think given the fact that you binged one of them, we have to talk about it. Yeah, like Degrassi for me, like even back then people said the same thing. It was so ahead of its time in terms of just like how open they were to talk about stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's literally ev- like, and it's not everything that a normal team would go through. No. But- there was enough stuff in there where it's just like, I can kind of relate to that. Yeah, and, totally. And all of the actors, which you don't see it that often these days either, um, looked like they were kids that you went to high school with. Yeah, totally. Like, they're not like your Zac Efron's. It's not fucking high school musical and shit like that. Like, no, this, they didn't have 30, 35 year olds playing high school students. No. Like 90210. Like, they had. Right. right. So it was relatable. Like, I don't know. It just in watching it all over again, you just kind of you get a new appreciation for that. You also get a good appreciation for how good of an actors for how good of the of actors they all were as kids. Yeah, yeah, Pretty I impressive. completely agree. Like, yeah, there's some cringe in there. There's cringe in every show, especially in teen dramas and stuff like that. But for and the Canadian most part, teen dramas, <laughs> right? But for the most part, like, if someone got broken up with, it was kind of like. It was the same thing. It's kind of like that shock and all. Like, okay, I'm gonna be okay. And then, like, you go home, you sit on your bed, you think about why someone doesn't like you, and like all of that. Just like, man, it's like they like they did it without overacting it. Yeah, and the thing that always got me because I am old enough to say that I watched these originally. Um, they were super relatable. Yeah, they weren't with maybe a few exceptions overperformed um and that combination made them must watch tv and that was pretty rare for canadian tv i would say for our age group back in the day oh 100% so 100% um I'm actually, excuse me. I was actually really happy um, when, like, with the movie that they didn't do it the same as the TV show. Yeah. Like, they made it more like, well, there was, there's some swearing in it. Yeah. Uh, it was, a, it was more mature. The kids are growing was, up. Yeah. yeah that, that, that was the best way of putting it. It yeah. was definitely more mature. And again, relatable. It's like you're graduating high school, except for the two that got married. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a bit of an odd turn, um, but overall, for the most part, the movie did do I think a really good job. Yeah, Wheels getting into jail for doing the same thing that killed his parents felt bad for Lucy because she ended up getting fucked over from all of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is a shame because that was actually one of my favorite characters too growing up. I actually think when we lived in Toronto. Um, I don't know if she, I think she may have had a kid at my, at Carrie's school. 
So oh, I okay. I used to see her in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And like see her at the at the school, like waiting for kids that cool. ever went up. She looks identical. Like oh, identical. I, yeah. um, I believe it. And part of me <laughs> always wanted to go up to her and be like, "Are you Lucy? Are you Lucy?" But kind of no. Oh well, yeah, because honestly, probably gets that all the time, right? For sure. I can say this because I've got their their signatures on the bod shirt, um, and they were just fantastic to deal with. I've got Pat Mastriani, and yeah. I've got Stacy Mistisian on the bod shirt. Nice from the last Sacks, uh, Sask Expo pre COVID, yeah, and. I it was pretty quiet that morning that I went and got the signatures. I must like they were great to deal with. They talked with me. They were engaging. They spent yeah. a good fifteen minutes talking wow. with me. Like they were fantastic. Cool, um, I um, when TNT was touring um, in Toronto, they had Stefan Brogan. Oh, come. that would have been a good one too. And. Um, uh the guys were about to go on and they hadn't heard from him just yet he literally lived like right around the corner which i found out because i got to talk to him a lot oh okay yeah um they texted him and said like i got like mike's gonna meet you outside and get you in and bring you up and all that sort of stuff so like i hear a knock at the door i open the door and it's like oh my god it's snake oh my god it's snake <laughs> did you pull the old jesus christ you're tall <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking tall man well yeah <laughs> um but same thing like super chill nice just like down to earth normal dude yeah like nothing out of the ordinary just was willing like he chatted with me he, we talked about like living in the area that we lived in because he just lived up the road from my di- where i did and like yeah just great guy man really like and i'm sure that I'm sure there's a few bad seeds in that cast, but like for the most part, um, everything I've heard about about them as kids and adults has always been positive. Yeah. And it's kind of funny when you think like when you hear stories about, as an example, how big of a fan Kevin Smith was of it. Yes. And that he ended up being on episodes later in the yep. newer version. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And then I think it was Torrens that was talking about, Aaron Spelling talking about this show and yeah. basing 90210 on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, that just tells you how influential this show was. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I haven't watched it in forever. And after it's all seeing, on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it. I'll I'll send you a link to it. Maybe I'll post a link on Twitter after. Like there's a link with the, every episode in a playlist where and it's all really decent quality for YouTube. Like if like, anyway, I mean, keeping in mind when it was filmed, right. It's not going to be HD. Obviously. I actually went to Degrassi. Um, it got turned into a school called Centennial college. Okay. The college here in Ontario. And I had to do an entrance exam when I was in high school there to see if I was going to get in there. So I walked up and like, Oh my God, this is Degrassi high. I go inside, <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm walking up the, I'm walking up the, oh, they're not stairs, uh, ramps. Um, oh yeah. Like the ramps in the high school. I'm like, oh my God, I'm walking up the ramps in the high school. Just like Joey did. Just like Caitlin did. Like, awesome. So cool. So cool. <laughs> Mike's geeking out so hard right now. It's awesome. It was awesome. It's it, like, it, it brought me a lot of joy rewatching it. Like, and I rewatched the movie again yesterday. And I'll probably rewatch it again tonight. It's so good. Like, I just, I've really enjoyed getting back into some of like, just some older stuff that like, you just have a different appreciation for. Just get a little nostalgic. It's nice. Oh, I get it. It's the same for me with like kids in the hall. Yeah. As well. Which is same thing. as well. Which is fantastic. Yep. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that, that I could easily go back and rewatch. So I totally get it. Did you ever watch the one? this the kids in the hall that was that special on cbc like death comes to town oh yeah yeah i watched that so good oh it was awesome i so actually good. i actually liked that one better than i did brain candy when agreed. it came out back in the day agreed yeah like it, i remember kim and i watching it on tv and then we got it on dvd and it's just like it was so well done 
something yeah. that was just like this seems like it's going to be horrible like so cheesy just but awesome it's just so well written and performed and yeah everyone yeah. was perfect in it just so yeah. good it was yeah it's awesome yeah, yeah. there's no way around it no. i think uh before we go any further we got to mention this we have a winner in our poutine bracket we do and i'm gonna go out and try and have some poutine from this purveyor on the weekend yeah. i don't know if we want to insert insert a, a drum roll or something that's up to you you're the the editing master no i'm not hey look at that a drum roll there you go uh new york fries New Congratulations on being named Bodcast's first ever bod, our poutine champion. Um, the prize is bragging rights. We will send that to you in the mail. You know what would be really cool? What's that? And I only say this because they have been the most engaging oh, totally. on Twitter throughout this whole thing. If they put something in their bio that said like podcast poutine winner or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm I'll post something about it tomorrow. Well, by the end of the weekend, yeah. uh, and I'll tag New York fries and I will tell them that they get bragging rights. Feel free to add this to your bio. Yeah. And we'll see what they have to say. Yeah. Um, in perfect honesty, I have to say they were not my pick. They weren't my pick either. Of the two, I would have gone with Costco only because of the price point to quantity ratio. Yep. But with that said, they make a damn fine poutine. <laughs> oh, uh, I like. I would have gone with Smokes because Smokes was such like a a big part of my twenties. <laughs> oh God. I guess. <laughs> now see here, and this is where we really could have gone off the rails with the whole poutine bracket. Like if we were trying to do like to like, like if we could have gone off the whole original poutine thing, yeah. smokes hand down. Yeah. No problem. Maybe yeah. even New York fries then, because they've got like that butter chicken one that is just so yeah. good. Oh my God. <laughs> but those two would have been like neck and neck right but there's always room for a future bracket absolutely new contenders maybe uh maybe you know who's a sneaky one mcdonald's <laughs> for a fast food kind of sneaky <laughs> you know what i want to try what's that a poutine but with onion rings poutine but with onion rings yeah like just a dirty old mess of onion rings, but with gravy and cheese curds. I have always had this vision of creating a Big Mac poutine. It's got the perfect ingredients for a poutine, I think. I could see that, like a deconstructed Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Actually, for a while, Boston Pizza had a, essentially, they wouldn't dare call it this, but it was essentially a Big Mac pizza. Yep. My, uh, my buddy Tim, who is the guitarist in Protest the Hero, um, just dropping names. I'm dropping oh, yeah, names. Just, just all over. Like, yeah, yeah, we get it, Mike. You're famous. Fine. God. <laughs> Jeez. He's also helping me with my finances, running my business, because that's actually that's what he does as well. So, look at Mike. Guy. He's I got know. all the rich and powerful friends. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> his passion is 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 pizza. And making homemade pizza, like everything, go okay. oh, everything. And he would make poutine pizzas. And we were at their house, Kim and I were at their house one time, and he sent us home with a few shrink wrapped, uh, not shrink wraps, uh, yeah, shrink wrap, I guess, vacuum sealed, yeah, uh, poutine pizzas, which were absolutely delicious. Nice, gotta love that. Uh, a little bit of news in my household today both my wife and i got our second appointments for our vaccines book look at you right oh kim got look her, at this guy 
Kim got her second shot appointment on uh she gets it next this coming Monday. We get uh today it opened up for anybody 45 and up and, or if you had your first dose on or before May 1st. Right. Which we both my wife and I did. Oh, so okay. my wife uh so I am going on the 28th of June. My wife is going on the 30th. Nice. And on the 24th here, they're opening it up to everyone 12 and older for second doses. So we will be booking our kid in for their second dose. Nice. So all is going to plan for the Newfoundland vacation. That is, yeah, right? Holy shit, did that ever go to plan? yeah like i i i totally forgot about that um because we were all and i think you guys were in the same boat everyone was pretty much under the assumption that we weren't going to start even getting vaccinated until like now like the we first we, we had no idea what was going to happen we were hopeful but we had no right. idea what was going to happen we knew the kid was going to be able to go right because they had exempt status yeah but we were hopeful we were going to, but it just so happened to fall into place that about, I think it was two weeks ago, the province of Newfoundland announced that as of July 1st, they were opening up to travel from anywhere in Canada to come to Newfoundland, but there are certain rules. And one of them is, as long as you're fully vaccinated and can prove it, you don't have to quarantine. Right. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got our flights booked now. <laughs> We've That's we've awesome. got our, our vaccines booked for our second doses, except for our kid, but we'll get that sorted out. Like I just I it was funny when because it was just a few days ago that they announced here in Ontario that they were accelerating second doses as hmm. well. Um so I can technically I think I can get my my second dose in the next week and a half. Kim's getting hers on Monday. And one of my, my best friend got his yesterday nice um and it's starting to feel weird like i know it's not over i know it's not done with i know yeah. we still need to be safe i like that but like i just start thinking like oh my like literally in the next month i can start to like see my friends that i haven't seen in 18 months you can like, start to do some shit i i it hasn't sunk in yet yeah i know what you mean it's it's surreal it is and it's going to be a slow process i think for some people and i'm i'm putting myself in there because i'm so accustomed to what's been going on now over the last almost year and a half agreed but i also know there's going to be other people that are going to be like off the diving board head first into the water don't even care how deep it is yeah. they're going balls out yeah like I'm booking a, I'm booking tickets to go travel somewhere. I'm starting to do this. Like, I, like, yeah. And hey, all the power to you if you're if you're vaccinated and you're, you're following safe. their rules, you're following our rules. Have at it. Absolutely. But I, I think I'm, I, I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Yeah. Like I'm, the, on, I'm, I'm in a bit of both. Like, yeah. I want to dive headfirst and to see my friends. Like as soon as like, totally. as soon as I can do it, like, and see my friends' kids, like just all of that. Um, but then things like sporting events or concerts or things like that. I don't know about that yet. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, and for me, like, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for the fact that my kid's going to be going back to Newfoundland for post-secondary this year, yeah. I don't think I'd be going like, like I would, I would hold off. Mm -hmm. I'd wait another year and probably go next summer. Right. But the reality is we don't have a choice. <laughs> no. So we're going to make the best of it and we're going to go. But it's like, it's going to be weird. Cause like for the first time you're going to feel safe. Er. Safer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Er. Safer. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not going to be as ideally anyway, I'm not going to be as panicked or anxious as I have been over the last few months or year and a half <laughs> i think it's gonna i think it's gonna take people to like i think people like us 
it's going to take us time to like fully realize that like for the most part we're we're okay now not not sorry not 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 that the we're that we're okay we have like we've got vaccinated yeah and, that we can like, relax a little bit we yes yeah i know what you mean yeah i and i fully agree with you there it's gonna be a little awkward but this is the light at the end of the tunnel what we all wanted we, we collectively have gotten to the point where we can start to breathe a little bit easier granted we should probably still be wearing a mask but we can start to breathe a little easier and this is the reward so i don't think masks are going to go away honestly i'm going to continue it and it's mainly because it helps i mean i knock on wood no cold no flu no nothing yeah the proof is in the pudding like i i just it's worth it. Yep. So I think I'll be keeping that around. So I can, I can see, uh, I can see me wearing it in certain situations. Yeah, totally. I get it. Yeah. yeah. We should take a break. Now, when we, we come back, you've got to catch your trash. I do. And we're going to be talking favorite website. God, Aliexpress.com. If okay. you want a sponsor, please do. If you're not, I will promote AliExpress.com every <laughs> fucking show. I have 19 orders in queue, including the ones that I'm getting for you. No, no, you 19 don't. 19 orders running right now. I love this site, man. And oh, that, good I, God. Those 19 orders probably don't cost me more than 50 bucks total. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Mike's got a cash or trash item. We've got some underrated 90s artists or jams that we're yep. going to talk about yep. and who knows what else so we'll be back in a couple minutes word It's time for Cash or Trash. Well, boys and girls, Mike's got something for me to look at for Cash and Trash this week. I do. I don't know if I want to see it after the Shiwi last week. (laughs) I enjoyed Shiwi. That's what she said. That is what she said. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Well, this is not a Shiwi. Thank Um, goodness. It is a personal care product, however. Oh God! Um, one that I'm sure. Right away. <laughs> one that I'm sure many people use. Um, what triggers now? Me are up- are you saying many people, or is this like Trump's many people? No, not like that. Okay. Um, eh, what got me on this was more of the picture than anything. Okay. So, look at what the item is. Yeah. Compare it to the picture. And tell me what you think. Okay. I I mean, I'll give you my opinion. <clears throat> there is no way that that is the item in the picture. Right? Yeah, there's no way. What we're looking at, well, what I'm looking at, ladies and gentlemen, is a toupee. <laughs> or in some countries, as it's a pronounced, uh, pronounced uh, a toupee. So, <laughs> is that true? No, I'm just making up because last week we talked about something else pee related. Um, so, anyway, but this is like gotta be one of the lamest looking toupees I've ever seen. Um, but next to it is the picture of what looks like came out of like an actual like stylus magazine right. or like they have on the wall of a barber shop like that is a hardcore like prof- professionally done fade between the hair and the and the beard on this gentleman like that's his actual hair you don't yeah, have that is line. not no that is hardcore that is false advertising no 
this looks like essentially a hair pancake. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It looks like a hair pancake. Um, it, it's disgusting. It looks like it should be put out of its misery. That's two reviews. Hair is great. A bit too dense and dark, but I like it. Hmm. Tapes are not too strong. So this doesn't stick to your head very well? Yeah. What is this? Those are like fake. Oh, wait. Go to the last picture here. What is this? To be trimmed as needed. I think it's for the front of your head. Like a hairline? Yeah, it's a fake hairline. Oh my god. So you can cut it and style it as needed. Oh. AliExpress. You have everything. I I mean, this is a hardcore trash for me because that hair pancake slash toupee that we were just looking at, the yep. range on that was anywhere from about 90 bucks to 105. Roughly. Good God, get that larger image of it off my screen. Um, <laughs> but the good news is they have a bulk discount. So if you buy two, you get 3% off. That's not bad. Fuck. And, uh, and what I'm learning with AliExpress is coupons for everything as long as you spend a little bit more. Yeah, this one's, I guarantee this one's a, a trash. I guess my question ultimately, though, Mike, is because you teased this going into the break. What the hell are your other 19 items? <laughs> I can't show you. No. Because you'll see your items. Okay, it's don't show me. Stuff. It's a lot I don't of tech get, stuff. Don't show me. Just tell us. It's I, a lot of tech stuff. Okay. Um, like a couple screen protectors, iPhone cables. Yeah. Um, couple of phone cases uh a smartwatch a 30 dollars smartwatch which i'm very excited about you know it's going to be full of viruses i i don't give a shit <laughs> you bucks. plug that you plug that thing in and next thing you know you're going to be rigging an election halfway across the yeah. world <laughs> um who is this mike the bod and why is he now president of our country <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a laptop case. Yeah, just okay. like a lot of like, it's like tech stuff that like you don't need immediately. But when you look at it, it's like, that's like, I got like a, a case for my new MacBook for like four bucks. Yeah, okay. Now, it's kind of hard to argue. And it's going to take six to eight weeks to get here, but I don't need it immediately. I'm okay waiting. Yeah. And just, yeah, like, and I know I'm, no, I'm going to get duds of stuff that I buy on here. Um, but for four bucks but i'm not gonna lose sleep over it no that's a thing oh. right it's aliexpress has been uh such a little gem for me man it's so fun just to go through you're hardcore addicted i love it i am <laughs> i am every day man i've got the I, app on my phone now dude i've got the app too because that's what i usually look like if i've got some time in the evening i'm sitting relaxing whatever and i'm looking I've got some time. I'll look for a cash or trash item on there. Right. Same yeah. with Amazon, same with whatever, but yeah. I don't know if I've gone down that far in the rabbit hole where I'm like, I need this and this and this and this and it's just, it's random shit, man. And again, it's like, it's stuff that I'm not spending a lot of money on. So if it's shitty quality, it is what it is. Like, have I'm you tried the freebies lose. thing yet on, on AliExpress? Not yet. You're gonna though, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Right yeah, after we're are. done recording. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it. Last week, uh, we did our underrated 80s jams or artists. We did. And we did warn the people this week we were gonna do the 90s, and there was a chance the 90s could get weird. The so 90s could get weird. Tonight, it possibly could get weird because we've each got, I think, three jams. So if you're up for it, Mike, let's get her going. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I can go first. I'm not used to that. 
<laughs> I, I will go first. All right. All right. Let me bring up my screen. Cause I'm, I usually have some time to think about which one I want to present to you first. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I um, I think I'm going to have to go with this artist first. All right. This is probably, I feel an underrated artist. Definitely a little bit more on the alternative side. I would not say alternative like, I don't know, like, let's say, you know, grunge alternative or something like that. I okay. mean, alternative. <laughs> okay. um, I'm going to share this and you can see what you think. All right. It's not one of their more popular songs, okay. but it's one of my favorites from them. You're probably familiar with the artist. Oh, yes. Oh, this yeah. Is, I know the song. This is Cake. Sheep, sheep go to heaven. That's just such a fun band. You can't have a bad time. Oh, hell no. I'm not feeling that great. I'm not catching on fire today. Love has started to fade. I'm not going to smile today. I'm not gonna lie. You're out living it up today. I've got dues to pay. And the grave digger puts on the forceps. The stonemason does all the work. The barber can give you a haircut. Can take you out to lunch now, but I just want to play on my pipes. And it goes so good. I love great song, man. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a fat man, but I love cake. Um, <laughs> I think they were a fairly underrated band in the 90s. I think so too. Um, yeah, th- they don't get enough respect, but they had some killer albums. Yeah. And I know it's, oh, The Distance is a fantastic track. And even their cover of I Will Survive. Yep. Like, so good. Um, And they have this weird, like, the first time I heard The Distance, I didn't know what to think. Because it's this weird combo of, like, talking and singing. Right. It's so out of left field. But it's so good. <laughs> yep. I love so, it, man. I'm I'm all for cake. I'm all for cake. Exactly. All for cake. What's you your first nineties one? Yeah, hell yeah. Let's hear it. Very familiar band. Oh hell yes. Canada. Um, but I think that's part of what makes them underrated because they never really got bigger past Canada. Yes. Um and I think they were extremely instrumental in the whole alternative grunge movement, like outside of Nirvana and all of that, like they definitely had their own kind of sound and it was just awesome. Anyway, this song, I think it's a popular song, but I think it's probably one of their more underrated songs as part part of their catalog. So anyway, this is Sloan and the song is People of the Sky. I love that. Rock, paper, scissors. Decide who's going to play what instrument. So good. On an innocent trip, how can one ruin so much of belief in a soul, in a beauty? Of their present situation 
I'm so glad you chose Sloan because I almost went with for one of mine another Sloan track. Everything you've done wrong. Yep. Such a it's especially for Sloan. It's such a weird track because you've got the horn section. You've got like it's a totally different vibe from their other stuff. But I would agree with you. I think they need internationally a lot more attention than they've gotten. But they're so good. (laughs) So good. And kind of like the hip, I'm glad they're ours. Yeah, totally. I would agree with that. They've done such a good job, like, maintaining their identity, like, as they got older and released new music and all that sort of stuff. And, like, it's not, like, their old catalog is amazing. Like, um, Navy Blues was, like, mwah. Yeah, such a good album. Such a good album. Yeah, and uh what was the I think it was C turns to G. Yeah. Oh. That was a great one too. I one love that one. One chord to another or another chord one yeah, one yeah. chord to another. Oh, just everything is Anyway, great band. I think a lot of people would agree. Great song. I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah. But they've got it's one of those songs that they've got so many other great songs. I feel like that one sometimes gets lost. Yeah, I, I would agree. That one kind of gets lost in the shuffle every now and then because, you know, everyone wants to hear the ones that they're most familiar with, right? Right. right. So I get it. My uh, next, bud? Well, my next one, this again is another artist you're probably familiar with. He had some hits in the 90s. He wasn't like a household name in terms of music, gotcha. but I think the guy's highly underrated. Um, okay. This is my favorite track from him. And let me bring this up here. This is a gentleman by the name of Matthew Sweet. Yep. First track that, well, I heard from him. Yep. Track called Girlfriend. Yep. just keeps going from there there's a drum solo there's a drum solo in here that's great the guitar solo is awesome it's just a quick easy listen just over three and a half minutes long like most pop songs but matthew sweet is i think highly underrated if you go back and look much else after this yeah he had i know of him he had sick of myself that was another one of his big hits yep um, and he had a couple other ones too, but these two were his bigger ones. Um, yeah. And he also did some stuff with Mike Myers uh, for the Awesome Powers movies. Got it. So, so yeah, like if you look at the that fictional band that uh, Austin Powers had. Yep. They put out a music video, I think it was. Yep. Um, and Matthew Sweet was part of that. <laughs> Hilarious. So yeah. So yeah that's my that's my second pick anyway nice so i nice. will leave I like it, it man leave it to you for your next pick let's my see what you next got pick. another extremely popular 90s band you're gonna see kind of a theme with me like the 90s for me was so early to mid 90s with grunge and hard rock and alternative and stuff like that anyway my next pick extremely well-known band but i think extremely underrated song um extremely underrated song okay so this is sin okay Stone temple pilots yeah and it's like a for me it's like a six minute masterpiece it's so good and it has so many different like i sound really nerdy saying this it has so many different dimensions to it like when it goes faster to slower and like 
it's anyway, great song. We'll play the first uh, first minute or so in. Okay. on for another five minutes <laughs> nice oh what of i think probably my favorite stone temple pilot song it is unreal um yeah just great song i'll be honest like i i dig me some stone temple pilots i was never a fan enough to buy an entire say album yep until you know i think like their greatest hits one came out or something like that and then i went after I listened to that one, I went out and picked up a couple of their other albums, right? Just to go back and listen to the catalog. And that's when I started doing a deeper dive on it. Yeah. So it's surprising the stuff you miss, which is yeah. exactly why we have these types of conversations, right? Right. So. Exactly. Well, and that's like, even with the, with wax and poetic, like it's the same idea. Like you can hear something new, or maybe you're hearing something again for the first time in 15 years. Exactly. Like, so I don't know. It's cool to to rediscover the stuff. For oh, sure. I completely agree. My uh, my next one. It, it's going to be a little bit of an off the beaten track one. It's okay. it's neither a band that you're probably familiar with or a track that you're familiar with. Okay. There's no way to to get around it that way. If okay. you're familiar with either one of these, I'm going to be very surprised. Uh, okay. It's an English band. They didn't get a lot of play here. Um, so. I'll just leave it at that. Let me share my screen. Uh, it's a band called Stone Roses. Oh, yes. Track is Love Spreads. Okay. That's it. That's I mean, it goes a on lot like rock and roll by Led Zeppelin. I get where you're going with it, but no, uh, it's it's one of my favorite tracks from them. They've yep. obviously got lots, but this was my favorite track by them. Um, I've definitely heard of them, but like not 100%. this track. I just don't know what the, what was their big song because that's what I would have known. Ooh. Um. I could see it maybe being, I guess it depends on what you 
call big. Maybe I want to be adored. Yeah, that sounds familiar. that might be one of their bigger ones. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe like but, this one here. I'm thinking, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It sounds super familiar, yeah. But Love Spreads is my favorite one from them, so yeah. So I'm assuming you've got one more. I do have one more. Okay, what do you got? What do I got? The 90s band. Like that's a big 90s. statement to make. It is the 90s band. Okay. Um, from the 90s album, which I picked this song because I think it's in the grand scheme of again of their catalog very underrated and i swear absolute- if this is barbie girl by aqua <laughs> no bud okay no we're clear we're clear okay. there Good. um let me bring up my screen this is also like if in my top five favorite songs this would be one of them of all time all time okay on a plane by nirvana i mean yeah i i know the track how can you not It's a great track. Fuck, man. Such a good song. Like, just such a good fucking song. Oh, I agree. And it's it's hard on an album like Nevermind outside of Smells Like Teen Spirit like for a song to stick out because there's so many great songs on this album. We got Lithium, Come As You Are. Um, uh, what else is on there? That was big. Uh, Breed. Um, I think I think on a plane was somewhat. I don't know if it was big or not because it was also on unplugged. Yeah, it was on unplugged. But to be honest, I like this version better. I mean, unplugged might be my favorite album from them. Yeah, but this version of that song is better. So one of, not one of, um, right before the pandemic. I, me and a few of my buddies started a band together. Oh, okay. Not, and that's, well, we jammed. I wouldn't say we started a band. We weren't gigging or anything, but they had their jam spaces in Toronto. And me, one of my best friends, one of the guys we were, a guy we worked with, and one of my best friends, other friends, just we got together like every week and jammed for three or four hours. Nice. And this was the first song that we ever jammed together and it, was, it remained consistent in the songs that we always jammed to. And it was my, I was just like, can we do this song? Just cause like, it's a simple Nirvana song. It's not complex. Um, and it's my favorite song. Yeah. Why not? And we, I love when we played it, man, it just made my heart so happy. So happy. Speaking of happy, I have a bonus track. Ooh. I, um, this is completely left field. Okay. Compared to everything else we've played. Okay. I've been lately trying to make myself a playlist of songs that make me happy. Okay. Now, as much as I love the genres that we stuck to tonight, for the most part, those ones generally don't always make me happy. Right. So I'm looking for something to kind of lift my spirits a bit more. So that's what I did with this next track. I've been listening on Spotify to more upbeat tracks or okay. playlist. Okay. And this one played and I forgot all about it. <laughs> and I have it here for you now. Okay. And 
I'm going to play it because I think this track might be underrated just for what it does. It is one of those feel-good songs where you can't help but, you know, kind of do a little bit of chair dancing or, you know, driver seat dancing. Yeah. Oh, great song. That bass line, right? How can you not love that bass line? Such a great song, man. <laughs> so that hit my ears like a couple days ago, and I'm like, oh, I need to include that in the episode. <laughs> can I do one? Can I do yes. one? Yes, let's hear a bonus one. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. This song gets you going every fucking time. Hell yes, I had this Lost album. I love King, this album. I am the man. Jarvis King is the fucking man. I oh, fucking love him. Love this album. Love that two of the guys in this band were also pros at. <laughs> Get a fucking horse. Such a good fucking song. I man. love that. That album in particular is just a great album. Yep. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Hurts to Love You. It's such yep. a good song off that one, too. Yep. Oh, so yeah. I've been trying lately to put together a playlist, just happy tracks that, you know, you can't help but either sing along or, you know, bounce to yep. or something like that. So I like it, man. I like I'm going to have to put that one on there because I forgot all about that track. So as soon as you said it, I felt happy and I like, I got right into it. I was lip syncing along. How can you not? And it comes out like right out the gate. Like it's just oh, like, yeah. I am the man. Like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that. Oh, that's such a good track. It's such an, again, Jarvis, is it Jarvis King? Is that his, his I can't name, remember Jarvis? at the moment. I'm drawing a blank, but I know his regardless. name's Jarvis. Um, so good. He's just like, he's one of the most charismatic lead singers that like I've ever seen. He's so good. Like just so, so good. Honestly, I think we might have to add that album onto the list of albums for Wax and Poetic because that album in particular is. That's a decent one. Yeah, that's a good one yeah well i guess we should wrap up the show as we've been talking long enough but before we do as usual just a couple of reminders you can check us out on social media just look up podcast anywhere you want uh, mike mentioned it earlier for wax and poetic make sure if you want to listen this month's selection is secret path and if you want to get together with us uh the last sunday of every month is when we do our hangout at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, and I almost I almost said seven only because that's what it is my time. Um, <laughs> but 9 p.m. Eastern. And 
just drop us a line, hit us up on social media or email us bods at bodcast.com. And that's it for this episode. Any parting words, Mike? No, that was fucking fun, man. Yeah, that was, it was a good, good time. fucking fun episode. So, all right. Good one, pal. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, my parting words for tonight is just watch yourself on AliExpress, folks. That's it. <laughs> just, it's all fun. At, it's it's all fun and games until you start, you know, having 19, 20 items in your cart. It's all fun and games until you're buying fucking toupees. Fucking hair pancakes. Jesus. <laughs> oh, talk to you next week, folks. Later, bots. Damn it, might get off the AliExpress.